to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nonsense. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, FPL champion Chuck Bailey and super producer Ian Stimson. Boys, how are you doing? You've been feeding the kids, you've been getting your MBE awards, what's going on over there? I only fed one kid, and that was, (laughs) I mean, that was good. I was happy. You you have to, on that one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's obligations involved. Um, some legal, some not. Who knows? Um, Marcus Rashford, what a guy. I love him. Sir love, uh, Dr. Marcus Sir Rashford. Professor Dr. Marcus Rashford, MD, PhD, MBE, OBE, <laughs> King in the North. <laughs> I, I fucking love him. He's oh, a, he, so uh, much. He didn't score Just, on Chelsea, so I love him this week as much as any other week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sully this with football. Yeah, surely, <laughs> surely, if he if he had scored, you'd just been like, "That's nice." Like even against Chelsea, you'd just be like, "Yeah, that's nice." If if it was in like a winning result and he scored, sure. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, I care know. much more about Chelsea Football Club than I do about hungry children. I'm going to be very honest about <laughs> fine, that. Fine, fine. I stand Whoa. by that. Take. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you're alone on this hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be clear, I don't actually, but I kind of do. But I'm not joking but i am joking something like that uh, i don't know is it dr sir marcus rashford or is it sir dr marcus no, rashford? No, Which one comes he's, not knight, he's not knighted yet he's not knight, they haven't thrown that one at him to shut him up yet <laughs> so which one's mbe which one's obe like what's the which one's what is he now is he like duke marcus rashford no <laughs> knighthood is a separate thing from the obe mbe cbe thing kbe no well it's a kbe Oh, is it? Is, isn't it? Yeah, because it's and then it's a knight commander, I believe, and then that comes that counts the same as a knighthood ish. So it's sir. Uh... Cool. So when does he get Excalibur? Oh, um, that's when he has to find the Lady of the Lake. Uh, <laughs> he he probably has a. I wonder if he does have a round table. He's probably got a nice kitchen island. He's got a round table and he feeds kids around it. He's feeding yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. feeding kids everywhere. He's Jesus. He's. <laughs> Except he's better than Jesus because he realises maybe don't just share like two loaves of bread and five fish. Maybe give him an all right amount of food. Some turkey twizzlers and a load Feed of... More, yeah. And he converts his XG into actual goals at a much higher rate than Jesus does. So Yeah. It's like that's basically turning water into wine. He made, oh, he made people not despise Man United. Wow. You know what Take I mean? easy now. Not that despise is, Marcus Rashford. These so. are... Biblical <laughs> level of miracles that we're talking here. He's made a generation of people possibly tolerate Manchester United. And that's... <laughs> is the best we can hope for. That's the best you Absolutely. can do, yeah. But yeah, if you are uh, coming back from the last time we did an episode, thank you. We are always happy to have listeners go ahead and tell a friend, share the good, you know, the good stuff with everybody. The word of the good Lord Rashford. That's right. Yes. And (laughs) us. And us as well. Um, Our Lord and Saviour. And we're going to kick things off as we always do with our famous, very famous segment. Rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. Top story this evening. Chuck, you get one line, one joke about this. Mustafi has rejected an Arsenal contract, wants to leave next summer. Hit me with the joke. He just couldn't do it to anymore. The pain and the suffering is too much. For who? <laughs> yeah, which one? 
Pick. All of the above. <laughs> Arsenal fans got to be happy today, right? I love that you tell me one joke, one line go, no, no, and then no, you, you get one joke, and then I can keep talking after that. Me and Ian are just oh, going to go here for a while. Oh, right. He's limiting you, Chuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. I am. I'm on a word count. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We do want to get through the rapid fire this week because we have a lot of stuff to get through. Um, genuinely rapid firing. Manchester United milf- midfielder Paul Pogba has denied media reports that he claim he quit the France national team over comments made by the country's president, Emmanuel Macron, which were perceived to be against Islam. Pogba says, The Sun did it again. 100% unfounded news about me going around stating things I have never said or thought. I'm appalled, angry, shocked, and frustrated. And The Sun has since rescinded the story. Uh, I thought you were citing The Sun as a source there, but if we're slacking him off, that's absolutely fine. No, 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 no. The Sun are trash. Are there any other stories that you think The Sun should rescind before we move on? I don't know. The last 60 years of publications. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Oh, Paul Pogba quitting France, good or bad for France? Graham, Graham Souness. <laughs> He's furious about it. Pogba, He's absolutely Pogba just, furious. Pogba just needs to do more. Just do more. Yeah, win the World yeah, Cup. Stop oh, worrying about your that. haircut. I like his haircuts. I don't know. Let's not get into it. Anyway, next story. Dutch Giants Ajax have recorded the biggest victory in the history of the Dutch top flight with a 13-0 thrashing against mid-table side Venlo, who had a player sent off. They're, mid, they're mid-table, though. They're not even, like, relegation fodder. I mean, I don't follow the well, Dutch Well, they, they so. are a yo-yo team, like, actually. Okay, but still. Um, but when's the last time, like... It's quite funny, because Ajax went up and down on them a lot. Whee! <laughs> um, usually you have to go to Amsterdam to get fucked. This time Amsterdam <laughs> came to them. Whee! God, it's lovely. <laughs> And, and it was only 4-0 when they went down to 10 men. So just the nine goals after that? <laughs> yeah, but still, they were, getting, they were getting around Tonkin before that, you know. L- yeah. Lassina yeah, Lassin- yeah. Traore will probably be disappointed as he didn't get the double hat-trick. <laughs> oh, it's annoying when that happens, isn't it? 25. <laughs> Not oh, greedy. Really Do you annoying. think people uh, are going to criticise them for celebrating like the US women at the World Cup did when they won like 99-0 to zero or whatever? Oh, God, that was, yeah, against Thailand. Fuck. It it made me think of that. I think that was 12-0. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the actual score. The Thai goalkeeper was about five foot three, <laughs> I think. Five foot four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but at least it wasn't Keppa, right? Like, think about the, how bad it would have yeah, been then. It could have been much worse. Or this, this random Dutch side. Imagine if it was Keppa in that goal. It's a 26-0 now. <laughs> oh, doesn't bear oh, thinking My about. dude has a 50% save rate, so... But he hasn't played for Chelsea in a week, so that's great. Uh, let's move on. I mean, I don't really have much else in terms of news stories. We're not talking Peterborough. Right? That was four on the bounce. Oh yeah, second well, in the league. Let's check in from uh, Peterborough Island. What's I going on? I can't believe it. Two weeks ago, I'm not on the podcast, and it gets more Peterborough mentions, more Darren McAntony mentions than we've ever had. This is true, beautiful. actually. Yeah, beautiful. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, four wins on the bounce now. It looks like new signings are settling in. We're doing good things. Beating the likes of uh, Wigan, Hull. The big names. <laughs> all, the, all the hits, all the greats. Fuck you, they're big names in League One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are now 40% to make the playoffs, 41% to get promoted. How's that higher? That doesn't make sense, but okay. Yeah. Uh, and 17% to win League One. <sighs> Fucking right and all. It's coming together. We've got the best midfield in the league, no question. Could... Do with the, our main striker, we sort of got to replace Tony. Do with him firing a little bit more regularly, but he seems to be finding his shooting boots. 
We've got more, you know, Peterborough have always been famously the Chelsea of League One. Where sure, we, of course. Yeah. Where, you know, famously. Where, uh, you know, we let in a lot, and but we score a lot. But clean sheets are happening. Oh, right. we're, we're looking like Golden Glove. Uh, what, sorry, what's that joke? I was wondering probably... where you were going with the Chelsea reference because I thought Peterborough don't spend a lot of money or win anything. <laughs> No, no. How, I mean, they, there are a lot of things that are the Chelsea blue, no. blue kit. We do play in blue, yeah. Blue kit. <laughs> um, yeah, that 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 is where the similarity uh, ends. Uh, FC. <laughs> um, no, what we play the same sport, yeah. Two E's in Chelsea, two E's in Peterborough. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. I appreciate you for stretching that Very metaphor good. as long as it could, but. Uh, Anyway, but give yeah. the listeners a second to stop spelling out Chelsea and Peter Rowe because I'm still like on it. Yep, Peter okay, Brown yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, play okay. in the Western Homes Arena and <clears throat> Chelsea make West. their home in the western part of London. London, mm, yeah. Sort I appreciate of. you knowing the stadium, but yeah. Well, it's it's no I I preferred it as the Abax, but yeah, the Abax, yeah. Yeah, Ian, I'll clear out some runway for you here. Do you want to take 30 seconds on Project Restart, which isn't actually happening, and how that affects the League One teams big, you, as the picture. lower league sort of correspondent here? Big picture, it's, not Project it, Restart, you knobhead. Project Big Picture, sorry. I always do that. <laughs> Project Miles Offside. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a trick one, isn't it? Because obviously there's 92 clubs in the league. The vast majority of them are never going to reach the Premier League. You know... I know you hate the pyramid, Oscar. Genuinely hate it. You despise the pyramid. But like <laughs> I, I don't even, but no, that's I definitely know, a bit now, so I'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> but um the vast majority of those teams are never gonna make the Premier League. So like I'm sort of surprised that it, they didn't go for it because most of the most of the lower league clubs decided to go against it. But mm. um because it would have been a lot of money. Um but Peterborough are pretty well placed, but there's a lot of clubs that aren't well placed. But I think you guys really did a good job at um, summing it all up and uh, that there were a lot of genuinely fine ideas with uh, Project Big Picture. But the six, the big six going for that power grab when like just 20 years ago, the biggest six clubs in the country might have been completely different. And certainly 30 years ago, totally different, the big six. It's sort of, you know, you can't just set it in stone like it is at the minute. It would have been a it would have been a lot of money for a lot of clubs that are struggling mm. immediately, but there as as Chuck pointed out, I think there was a lot of that that was slightly sort of shrouded in things that might have already been happening anyway, money wise, you know, or, or whatever, you know, parachute payments possibly getting cancelled anyway and things like that. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm as a neutral football fan when it comes to the Premier League, I think it's a good thing it was biffed pretty quickly, but it could, as Chuck said, just be an opening gambit, really, couldn't it, for negotiations? So, who knows? Yeah, and then they went from there to project move to Europe permanently. Or <laughs> oh, well, yeah, exactly. We won't even talk about that because that's project, clearly not going to happen. Project like... Bre- Brentrance? Is it, is it Brentrance? <laughs> yes, Brentrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that. All right. Well, let's get to the fixtures, right? Because there's there's plenty to talk about. We didn't talk about two weeks ago. Crazy weekend. We won't really touch on it other than to laugh, laugh, laugh at all the late goals, including my club, whatever. Um, But let's talk about (laughs) this recent round of fixtures. Friday, October 23rd, the big one, the one that they're all paying to see. Was this one on pay-per-view? 
It was, yeah. It was? Okay, great. 1495. 1495, that's right. Uh, and <laughs> we had Aston Via 0, Leeds 3. Aston Via putting up 1.5 on XG to Leeds is 2.4. Mm. A very solid victory for Leeds, who looks surprisingly good, gentlemen. They rode their luck a bit. There was uh, a few unfortunate things, like Grealish had a great shot cleared off the line. Um, he then turned full like selfish mode and he made this amazing run from just inside uh yeah just inside the leads half um and could have laid it off to Watkins for the opportunity for a goal it was still at nil nil um I feel like there may have been a penalty shout in there question mark or something and then just um Patrick Bamford decided to be good at football Patrick Bamford decided to be good at football I have some fucking numbers on this Mm. because we've talked about how ridiculously bad he is at finishing he's bad yes so far this season he is converting shots at a rate of 26% so that is one in every four shots he takes becomes a goal historically his rate for his entire career is 13% and last season was 11% 11% so somewhere between one in eight to one in ten shots he takes becomes a goal now he's doing one in four. Mm. By comparison, Sadio Mani last year was 24%. Obama Yang was 22%. Vardy was 22%. Kane was 21 Sterling was 21 He's doing better right now. And obviously this is a small sample size, but like people are talking about, oh, let's get Bamford into our fantasy teams. Let's do that. Like this is just an insanely hot finishing streak. And this is not who he is. Pookie did this too. Remember Pookie guys. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. It did look a bit like, like especially for... Not really the second goal, but the third goal. It was like, you know the bit in Space Jam where they give the ball to like Muggsy Bogues and Charles Barkley and they steal all the talent and then afterwards they're just like a bit floppy and they can't really play properly. And the third mm-hmm. goal, that's what the Villa defenders reminded me of. Bamford <laughs> just kind of stands there and he, he does hit it really well and it's quite unexpected and a bit of a snapshot. But they're just kind of like, uh, 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 don't really know. what we, Do we go attack a little? Do we, uh, do, are we a bit worried about putting our arms out? What if we give away a penalty? Oh, he's good. Like, you just don't get that sort of Space Jam analysis with Gary Neville, do you? So space jam, space jam analysis is what's needed in the world. Don't get it with Gary Neville. You just don't. Yeah, he's famously anti-tune. His his racist <laughs> views against tunes <laughs> is just well documented. In he's media. just not loony. He's just not loony, guys. He's just not. He's just not going for it. He is sensible. Uh, famous with Gary. Uh, that was out of character though, because Aston Villa have As- sorry Aston Villa have the third best defense in the league so far by the underlying numbers. So for them to like. Ship three goals to Leeds was was pretty extraordinary. Aston Villa, we should take a moment to say, have been genuinely pretty good this year. It's very confusing. They've been good against good teams. They've been they've played well. Like I, I don't know. I have no takes on that. Is <laughs> it Ross Barkley? Like is Ross Barkley <laughs> is fixing Barkley? Villa? What the fuck? They have spent a lot of money since coming up yeah. last year, they and have. it has seemed to work out so far, at least. Um, I think keeping Grealish was big too. Keeping Grealish was huge and then adding into Grealish, it's kind of the same thing as what needs to happen with Palace with Zaha is that you get more threats around and then the threat becomes bigger and it becomes more than the sum of its parts. It seems to be what's happening at Villa at the minute, especially as he's the local boy, uh, captain in uh, the club. Dean Smith is local to the area, captain in, uh, well, managing, sorry, the club. I'm pretty sure he supports, he is a Villa fan as well. And so that kind of energy can then radiate out into the other players. And they're all um, scared that John Terry's going to knob their wives and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, all, it's all a genuine fear. 
fear it can be a bit of a motivator as well. Exactly. But yeah, no, I just think they've done really well into and, and bedding in a lot of signings. I mean, it's fine margins, you know, that VAR gets switched on last season and we're not even talking about this now and they don't get to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. beat uh, Aston, uh, Aston Villa, don't get to beat Liverpool 7-2. I think I mentioned that once or twice. So we'll get to it, we'll get to it. 7-2. <laughs> I think we got to it. <laughs> We did get to it. That's right. Uh, let's move on then to Saturday, October 24th of 2020. Early kickoff, we had Westham 1, Manchester City 1. Westham putting up 0.3 to Man City, 0.9. Madness. A really, really boring match featuring a very big team. This will be a running theme throughout the weekend. <laughs> but let's start off with City here. Do we want to talk about City first or do we want to talk about West Ham first? Uh, West Ham. Because West Ham... Oh, they seem to be doing things a bit backwards. They lost to Newcastle and Arsenal, and then they <laughs> beat Wolves, Leicester, drew with Tottenham. Well, back effectively, what felt like a win against Tottenham. Sorry, oh, getting like yeah. a twelve-minute three-nil down comeback on, oh, and then delicious. going ahead against City, and then kind of not giving City that many chances? Question mark. No, no, the they game? definitely switched off after they went up. That's why, like, they only put up zero point three. Yeah. But that is very much a game state thing. Like, they looked good before, and then they scored, and they were like, all right, this is against City. We are ahead. Let's fucking shut it down right now. And they didn't do shit afterwards. Yeah. Mm. And we should. And I, I do want to jump on board there and say that, like, West Ham have been genuinely very good in attack from all of the season. They have the fourth highest XG. They're above Chelsea and just below Everton, Liverpool, and Tottenham on XG created this season. So, like... Mm. It's been, really it's, good. It's been effective. Antonio's been the second highest scoring English player since Project Restart, I believe. I think only I Harry think Kane's player ahead. in the entire league, yeah. Uh, only Harry Kane's ahead. Um, Jared Bowen is settling in much better and is getting more direct. Uh, Fornells has stepped up since they've you know they've moved Felipe Anderson on. He never really worked like Payet, kind of. Um, towards the end and he's been moved on to Porto on loan and they've got quite a lot you know they bought Ben Rama in who hasn't played yet so I'm starting to think they wouldn't necessarily change something that's been going good but you know things are looking good for them they're getting they're getting decent results so far um, and against good teams as yeah. you mentioned has coronavirus given David Moyes uh, superpowers like oh, in God. that he is now adequately able to manage a Premier League club that could score goals. <laughs> this does genuinely feel like David Moyes back in the Everton days. Like, they were a good team. People forget that he got that Man United job for, like, legitimate reasons. He was yeah. a really good manager at Everton. Well, and I feel Alex like Ferguson he hasn't had... Alex Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got his new Fellaini in that uh, Suchek. Suchek's yeah, yeah. new Fellaini. <laughs> yeah. Tall, and it works, though. It mm. works when, when it works, it's good. Like, we joke, we joke, David Moyes has been shitty, but, like... You mentioned their expected goals there, Oscar. Have you got their expected goals allowed? Like, how are they doing defensively? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, ranking by XGA, they are fifth. Right. So they're okay. fourth in okay. XG and fifth in expected goals allowed. So they're, they're like just a good team. Because with their players, I always expected their attacking to sort of fall into place eventually. But obviously defensively is something that can, you know... That mm. that can be uh, that can take a bit more time. Who was the center mid that was like their captain that they just kept playing and playing and playing even though he sucked because of like loyalty whoa, and shit? Whoa, Mark whoa, Noble. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Noble, 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 Noble. Yeah. He was like a huge problem for them in that they just kept trying to play him when he nah. wasn't good anymore. No. Nah, nah, oh, Ian's nah. like super upset <laughs> really at this moment. What's going on? I'm just a big Mark Noble stan, that's all. Ian, appreci- Ian appreciates men his own age still playing professional sport. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Rapid fire news. How did we not fucking put this in there? Petter check. Yes. Back we'll on get the Chelsea squad. We'll get to, we'll get to a Chelsea. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Sorry. Just Come speaking on. of old people, I got really excited for a second. Uh, we, I forgot about he's, the not old. The, he's not the oldest goalkeeper at the, even, even in the club. Well, yeah, Willie's actually literally a year old. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, okay, so let's go to the Man City side of it here then. Man City have struggled, lost, to put it generously, <laughs> this season so far. Could you say floundering? Please do. Floundering. Floundering? Is that, I mean, that wasn't literally a repeat verbatim, but that was quite nice. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Uh, it was lovely, it, though. It, would that be an assessment of Man City? Question mark. Hmm? I think there's structural problems. They're fucking 13th. They're 13th <laughs> after six games, man. Well, yeah, fuck the table. It's so early. Like, fuck actual table points. I don't care about that. But, like, their performances, uh, which is what matters would, a lot you, more you, early you would, in the season. You would fucking say that this week, wouldn't you? <laughs> Why? Fuck the table. Jesus, come Why? on. What, we'll, what about the table am I supposed to be mad at? We'll get to it. Peterborough second in the table. The table is solid. There's nothing yeah. wrong with the table. The <laughs> table you. speaks oh, the truth. Because Palace are above Chelsea. Is that what you're getting at, Chuck? There we go. On the gap. Um, yeah, I don't care about that at all. <laughs> yeah, City, do. though. City. Genuine <laughs> structural problem. I think this is a really exciting time as a neutral to be looking at City because Pep is like un undoubtedly a genius of a manager but every single job he's ever had he came into a team that was already one of the best teams and he got by far the most out of that talent and brought in pieces here and there to make it better right and just took them to the highest heights that you can imagine right like his barca team is probably the best club team ever his Bayern team fucking destroyed everything won champions leagues etc etc and at city they like were the best premier league team ever for a couple of years there right like but now Pep has never had to do a, a rebuilding. This is now the longest he's been at any club already, right? Like, this already is a, a season longer. And this is very clearly a team that is in need of a rebuild. And we had been kind of hinting at that for years, but it just, they kept going and coasting and doing good. And it seems like a lot of the problems that had been magically disappearing because they're Manchester City and because he's Pep are no longer magically disappearing. And I think this was really good evidence of that because they didn't really try to change their system to play against West Ham. They just played what City they, they played the City way, mm-hmm. and we're getting now to the point where like they're not so good that they can get away with just being City and playing the way that they play and just overpowering everyone. But it's not he's gonna have, have to start tinkering. They haven't, his they haven't even looked as dynamic as they normally do. Like how often has the City tactic been get down to the byline, cut back to the edge of the six yard box, tapping goal? Like, I haven't seen them even attempt that once. It looks like they're, they're not even trying to penetrate at the minute because they haven't had a striker. Then Aguero comes back, and 45 minutes later, he's gone again. He doesn't want to play um, Liam Delap, even though he's an actual striker. And, like, I, I get it. Like, Raheem Sterling is a better player. However, in that role, is he going to play as well as an actual target man-ish to be able to play off of? Probably not. And then Jesus is injured for God knows how long. You can only throw so much money at centre backs before, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> brilliant. You can all play out the back and you can all pass. Fantastic. I think they've still got a bit more in them. It needs, yeah. And it's it's mad that you look at that team and you start to question it and think, is it crumbling? Are they just? Is this? I think I've said this before. Is this like Pochettino at 
Spurs that you need so much of a refresh because the man is so intense and so insane. Do you <laughs> need new players who can buy into the cult or does the whole thing come tumbling down because you're like, I'm sick of this? I don't know if Pep has the patience to do a rebuild the way this is going or even to stick around. I don't know that he would quit halfway through a season. That's probably harsh. But I don't know that he has the patience to like actually see this all the way through the way that needs to be done. You know what? You know what City could actually use? I can't believe I'm going to fucking say this sentence right now. Ugh. Oh, here we go. But they need a Jordan Henderson. <laughs> Ugh. Excuse me while I throw up for a second. Sorry. They need a boring, not that talented, everyman kind of central mid who just gums up and does dirty work and helps transition and like just runs around. Like they need... But are we saying that Jordan Henderson's nickname should be the Constipator? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Okay, so playing in that constipator role, um, I can dig it. I can dig that. Yeah, because we said before, like Fernandinho, and now he's injured or he got sent off or some bollocks. He does or any place centre back now, stupid and like thing, he just, or he's a centre back, yeah. or he's thirty eight years old, or you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> All right, great. Let's move on then to the second kickoff of Saturday, Chuck. I'm sure you'll be happy to talk about this one. We had Fulham yeah. one, Crystal Palace two. <laughs> Uh, Fulham 1.1 to Crystal Palace's 2.8 on XG. 2.8. 2.8. We generated 2.8. I'm still annoyed. With f- no <laughs> possession whatsoever, too. Still, like, like uh, I said this before, and like, the win is like the expected result. And I will say, <laughs> for this whole week, like, if you, if you actually look, like, disregard all of this season so far, and okay, look, done. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, fair enough. And look at the results this week, right? None of that really looks that surprising. But in the shape, like, based on historical, like, all of these things are believable, just normal, boring kind of shit. Um, As opposed to the craziness and chaos that we have had. And, like, Palace beating Fulham is the expected result. Like, it should fucking happen. But it's not sustainable to play that you can go to the worst team in the fucking league and give them 70% of the ball. Like, what's the point of inviting that much pressure on yourselves? Just go, like, blow them out the water. Do fucking something. Like, keep the ball. It's fucking Fulham. It's Fulham. It's Fulham. You're not going to get these opportunities. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't happen much in this league to lay down an absolute marker and go, you know what? We actually can play in a different way. No. And you give a team like Fulham that then went down to 10 men later on, fair enough, and then you just kind of lax off. And then obviously Tom Kearney, you know, you can't take anything away from the hit, and I'm not saying it's not ridiculous, but like, don't allow him to even take that shot. Don't have them in that situation where they, they can even score a goal and cost me a load of fantasy points, you pricks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I like, obviously I'm happy to win, but like we need to be able to show we can play in a different way. And if we can't play in a different way against, well, on paper, you look at that squad and that's actually quite a good squad. And I think if Fulham can build something, I don't know if Scott Parker's the person to do it. Like they can possibly not be the worst team in history in the Premier League, question mark. Um, uh, like Adam Ola-Lukman is looking really, really bright and like he wants to actually do something. Ruben, Ruben still is not up to any sort of speed at the moment. Mitrovic, we all know what he can do. But he's looking fine. Mm. 
Yeah. He's so handsome. Yeah, okay. He's so handsome. Yeah, Mario Lamina was a good player for Southampton. Um, like these are, There are some good pedigrees in there. Ariola was the fucking PSG keeper. Um, you know, so like I think they could pull some stuff back. But, you know, so... My ideal situation now is just kind of trundle along to January, like keep up a decent enough points per game. And then like in January, I'm not even necessarily that bothered about signing any players, but show us what the plan is, what's going to happen at the end of the season. Like announce this will be Roy Hodgson's last season. This will be the person who will take over. Maybe work on some signings for that and start to build towards it. Because at the minute, it's just not looking like it. Like there's any sort of progress or like Roy wants to do anything other than be a Jordan Henderson in manager form and just constipate, <laughs> constipate. constipate games um, and just yeah. try to gum them up. And, and like Palace are good at hitting teams at the break, of course, but against a team like Fulham, like try and fucking break down a team for once, you know, <laughs> like try and actually go, you know what, we're just going to dominate and we're going to try and play a different way and we're going to play this really exciting uh, player who's one of the top performers in the championship that we just signed for 20 million. You know what I mean? Like give us something, give us more attacking. Don't just keep the same turgid formula of, well, no player's going to get dropped ever or we're just going to rotate our centre-backs and that's only through injury. <laughs> there, there, are there no positives from this at all, Chuck? Because three points. yeah, man, come on! Like Batshuayi started. Yeah, Batshuayi two offside goals in the last two games of Batshuayi, <laughs> which is a bit frustrating. <laughs> Jeff, fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, and you know, Wilf is like absolutely playing his best football. Like he's outscored last season. He is gunning for a transfer. <laughs> But you got you got more open play XG in this game than the previous five combined. That's taking yeah. away taking away set pieces. So step in the right direction, no? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you, you see you seem less happy than I thought you would. I, I know. gotta say. I mean like it's like you can put a cat in the oven, that don't make it a biscuit, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean that, that, that at all. Well I'm going to assume it's one of those weird English things. I'm gonna... <laughs> I've never heard it. So. No? Okay. <laughs> could be a Chuck thing, could be an English thing. Unclear. <laughs> okay. But, you know, you, you can't turn a cat into a biscuit in the oven, <laughs> as I like to say. Exactly. <laughs> well known saying. So, you know, but we, we have a good run of games coming up. I'm still annoyed about the Brighton result that we conceded late. That was the same kind of formula. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, if we don't, if potentially we don't get a second goal in that game, let's say, and we let Fulham in, we're, we're at the same point. And it's like, if you don't have that killer thing of just shutting the fuck games down and teams like this, that like a team that's been in the Premier League for eight fucking seasons, like it it starts to feel a bit stoky. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and like, and I said this year that Palace are at a crossroads with how they're going to be. And, and a lot of people tip to go down and I thought like we can go higher and we can do, but we do also have all the makings of one of those teams that is inverted commas too good to go down and does. So, you know what I mean? Like I, th- I yeah. think you, it, there needs to be, there just, I've said it for like three seasons now, there just needs to be a different fucking way to play. And I don't think it's going to come under Hodgson or in this formula. And I worry that we've got a lot of players out of contract coming up that haven't signed them and 
if then Hodgson signs another extension, like we've killed the career of an incredibly promising crop of, of players able to to take the club to the next level, especially coupled with the academy category uh, one status, um, all these are like being in a really good financial position, um, all this kind of thing. So more con- conservative. I, I want to see more. Just <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you a philosophical question then, because like, oh shit. As a you know, as an American, I wasn't going to pick a relegation potential team. Like they weren't even on TV back in the day, let alone like something I want to be signing up for voluntarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it's hard for me to sort of get into that headspace. But would you rather be a Stoke for the next five years, boring zero zeros, one zeros, always playing for a draw, kind of not kind of like really. Policy type teams, mm-hmm. or would you rather fucking go for it, have two fun seasons, and then get relegated? Like, which would you choose right now? Deal with the devil, like guaranteed. This is exactly what's going to happen. Mm, yeah, it's difficult because I'd never, I'd never want to take any. Like, the people that say we need to get relegated so we can go down, clear oh, out, like, never like, understood that. Dumb. No, fuck that. Yeah, 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 that's absolutely dumb. Yeah. But I, it, do you want to stay up middling or do you want to see some fun with a chance of going I, I, down? I don't mind, like, staying up middling, but, like, not scraping through on the seat of our pants to get there every time. You know what okay. I mean? Like, if there is more consistency and variety in the way we play, and that's just the level of your club, like, I can accept it. But when it's like you have the potential to do more, you're playing in a way that limits the way you play, and then mm. within that you then overperform you know what I mean? It's it's weird to... I it, do, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it wouldn't necessarily take a lot to then actually perform at the level your the stats, etc. say you should do, and then that puts you in a hell of a lot of trouble in this league, especially as year on year we see clubs come up from the championship and just take to it straight away. Apart like Leeds. from Fulham and West Brom. Yeah, well, Fulham. <laughs> Fulham are, and are I, bad. And, and, and uh, yeah, that's all i got to say about that. All right, well, let's move on then to an incredibly fucking boring match <laughs> involving my own team here. Uh, our second boring 0-0 of the week, yeah. actually, if you include the Champions League, which is very confusing. We had Manchester United 0. A lot of people are saying you're the Peterborough of the Premier League. That's, <laughs> that's right, yeah, because we play in blue and have two E's in our name. That's you <laughs> A lot know. of people are saying that, I don't know. A lot of people are saying it. Uh, 0.7 to 0.2 on XG, so fucking boring watching. What Did did either of you watch this one, and what did you make of it as not Chelsea fans? Uh, if you did. I have a theory. Okay. That the chaos of the season reached critical mass. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and the two most chaotic forces in the league this year met. And as such, the whole thing has crumbled. And I think we will see instant and aggressive regression to the mean. <laughs> Just, <laughs> there has been some sort of event horizon... And we're now, that's it. Honestly, it did feel like last weekend was a tipping point for so many teams. The ridiculous late comebacks, all of the lead changes, all of the terrible, like the stuff that we loved as neutrals that like, and we're laughing at Tottenham. We're laughing at Liverpool. We're laughing at Palace. You guys are laughing at me. Like it was good times all around with how fucking crazy it was. And I think that like all of the teams, really the entire league this week woke up Like, you know, when you're in college or like in your early 20s, you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck happened last night? I really need to get my life together. Like, what the fuck, guys? 
that was the Premier League this weekend, and that was Chelsea <laughs> this past week. Like, Lampard after the 3-3, which, by the way, I would take that 3-3 over this 0-0. I'm just going to say that, even though that was frustrating last week. <laughs> you're just, you're I will take that. so against keeping a clean sheet. <laughs> fuck. No, like... You're just defending. Like, you could do yeah, both. No. There's, there's literally positions designated that allow the formation of both things to happen. Like, you can score goals and not concede them. Nah, every team is flawed, right? Even, well, maybe not Liverpool. Well, maybe with Van Dijk out, but whatever. Every team is flawed, right? So, like, we don't have good defenders. We got better defenders than we used to have. Mendy is better. Silva has been really good when he plays. He really does organize the back. Um, Chilwell is much better than Alonso. Like, you know, Mendy has, what, three clean sheets and four appearances for Chelsea? It's, it's so, like, amazing what a difference a goalkeeper who is competent at the basics of goalkeeping can do. Yes, absolutely. All of that said, and that is like the good thing about these last two matches, these last two boring matches, is like, oh, we are capable of defending sometimes, I guess. Mm, right? Adequacy. When we have not great defenders and one of the most talented group of attackers in the fucking world, in Kristen Pulisic, Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, and Hakim Ziyech, why are we not running the fucking score up? We spent so much money on these amazing attackers, and we spent less money on less talented defenders who are still pretty good. I don't want to be sitting here watching a parked bus 0-0. I'm sorry. I know that, like, I've read so many articles of, like, oh, Lampard showing responsibility, showing maturity, really blah, blah, blah. I'm like, can we not go three at the back and just not take any fucking shots? Like, I'd much rather run the score up and, and risk a 3-3 than this shit. Also, this is not viable long term. We don't have the fucking talent to keep clean sheets consistently. Right? Like, even this, like, it's only because United also was like, fuck, we gotta calm down. Let's not actually go at them and attack too much. Right? Like, I, th- this is not who Chelsea are. This is not who we're, what we're capable of doing consistently. I don't believe it. I don't believe these clean sheets. Like, they were better <laughs> defensive performances. We are not a clean sheet team, though. And to, like, change our tactics in that direction is worrying to me. Unbelievable. He asks... <laughs> He asked for defensive strength and just being able to defend for so long and, like, having a decent goalkeeper. And you finally get a goalkeeper that isn't worth minus one XG every fucking week. Yeah. And now you're upset. Well, what? so I guess my my more measured version of this is, like, what's the point of bringing in Mendy if we're going to defend like we still have Kepa? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, why okay. are they defending yeah, so aggressively no, no, if we went no, and got a keeper that no, allows no, us to attack? No, because they weren't defending before. They aren't defending now <laughs> like they have Kepa. Because before, they knew they had Kepa, so they kept shitting themselves because they That's were so scared true. if the ball would ever go back. Now they're actually able to defend as defenders, not having to worry about the handicap behind them. Like, he's <laughs> literally <laughs> worth a the goal handicap. to the other team every <laughs> week. Absolutely, Because he's yeah. going to run like out and shots. then kick and then run back and and then dive, and then fall, and then just go, ah, like against Southampton, when you yeah. were like 3-1 up. That's also part of why I wasn't so mad about the draw last weekend, is because Kepa gonna Kepa, like, why am I gonna bother getting mad about it at this yeah, point? Yeah, like, so like, bad that now Petacek has come out of retirement, and he's like the <laughs> Undertaker at a fucking WrestleMania, dusted off, <laughs> dusted off the scrum cap. Frank Lampard is Paul Bearer. Czech is probably still like the fifth best goalkeeper in the league out of the first 
Like, he can still do it. And he's not even older than Willy Caballero. It's fantastic. I know. I know. I we were crying wait. for Willy, and now Czech is younger than him, better than him. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is Czech all of a sudden our second best goalkeeper? Maybe our best. Second but like, keeper, yeah. we got to go with Mendy, actually. What kind of situation exists where the most expensive goalkeeper in history is fourth choice at his club? <laughs> 2020, this one. This is the situation. This, this situation right now. Right now. The one we are in. You know what I mean? Like, love it. Madnesses. Obviously, I'm happy that we, like, proved that we can defend as, like, a demonstration of concept almost. But, like, I don't want this to be our tactics. Maybe it's just to shut up the press for a week and then he's just going to go yeah, all yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and I did say to you, like, you asked me when does Chelsea need to be firing on all cylinders for you to be not worried or whatever like you basically were like give me a timeline and i said the second the next international break the one that's coming up in about three weeks or so two more games two more games yeah two more games so if in those two games plus champions league yeah, on wednesday and two, you got champions league league champions league league international break back league champions league league yeah it's exactly yeah, yeah we had a champions league last week we have one this week we have one next week like so there's a lot of games between now and then we need to have a complete and comprehensive performance, even if not a win, because sometimes scorelines go against you, unlucky bounces, whatever. But we need to have a match where we are significantly better and running the fucking show and attack. Mm. We haven't. We have yet to get all four for more than like 15 minutes of Ziyech, Werner, Havertz, and Pulisic. So like that's still coming. So insofar as like this was useful to show that we can defend and like get that half of our game sort of running... That's great. We have also, like, I'm not at all worried that we're not going to be able to score a million goals and attack like crazy. Look at the players we have, right? So, like, that's not even a concern. The .2 XG, like, unpleasant but not worrying. What I want is for those two things to happen together. I want our defenders to look competent at least. Not great, but competent. While allowing our attack to go forward and just fucking run riot. Would you say that uh, a fixture trilogy of Burnley, Sheffield United and Newcastle would be the perfect conditions for such a thing to gestate. Maybe. For, for instance. Because <laughs> I think for what you've just said, there would not be possibly a single better set of three fixtures for you right now yeah. to do that. Yeah, I hope <laughs> they don't just sit back and defend too much because we do need some space to run into with our attackers. But like, those are weak Weak opponents as that we should before, be fucking destroying. It's, it's not the responsibility of the other team to worry about whether you can attack. You know, you've if they do that, you've got to find a way to break them down. That's exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the one team that might just straight up be good, although maybe there are question marks now, given one specific set of things that happened last weekend. We have Liverpool two, Sheffield United one, Liverpool two point four to Sheffield's one point four on XG, so exactly lining up with the scoreline. The big story here, other than Liverpool winning, which, like, is that even a story anymore? Because we didn't record last week, is the Van Dyke horrendous yeah. injury. Huh? And he's out for probably the whole season. Wait a minute. Football players can get injured. <laughs> this is sometimes. This is never. Why is Noor not being said about this? I didn't realize the game was so dead. Right, cancel it. Stop <laughs> now. We can't play football anymore. Players can get hurt. It's unacceptable. So um, Pickford should be in jail for that tackle. I was going to say, sorry, Chuck, what's your position here? Are you pro-Pickford? Am I pro-Pickford? Oh, fuck. 
Did you sign the petition that says put Pickford in jail? Can I just go back to being anti-Liverpool? <laughs> I mean, I never stopped being anti-Liverpool, so of can course you can. Can it just be that the unbearables, as I will forever know them as, just are back? Like, that's... I tried to I tried to like them. I tried to be nice. Are you concerned about them with Van Dyke out? Yeah. Alisson's back. Alisson is back. But look at um, how the immediate difference between Van Dyke versus Calvert-Lewin was versus Gomez against Calvert-Lewin, where Calvert-Lewin could jump a clear three feet higher than Gomez, it seemed, for every aerial <laughs> duel. Like, it was absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah, I would be pretty worried just about the basics of crosses coming in. Yeah, yeah. I would be it's worried. a worrying situation where you're starting to think, what if we can get Dejan Lovren back? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's not the same as bringing Jack back, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Gomez has not looked good, and I've liked Joe Gomez for a few years, and he's just not settled at any point into the season. But then again, Liverpool hadn't really like they. At no point have they looked like either Liverpool really last season um, or the season before when they were a swashbuckling team. Like it all just seems a little bit ropey still. Like they still have the undeniable talent and that kind of almost the get out of jail free card that that can come with that at times but like we've, we've said so many times about them riding their luck and going one nil down to Sheffield United this year as well is mm. and yeah Sheffield who have by the way one point and they conceded and Liverpool conceded 1.4 xg against them yeah and and an actual goal too like that's not the most reassuring win if you know what I mean no yeah and I'm excited to see to what extent Liverpool minus Virgil van Dijk are just Chelsea. Because I've been saying that for a while, and the underlying numbers have showed that the two teams are incredibly similar, more similar to each other than any two teams in the top mm. half are. Right? Like, no one else is the same as much as Liverpool and Chelsea are the same in terms of the underlying numbers for the last two-ish seasons. So the difference has to be the players on the pitch, right? And specifically Kepa versus Allison and their whole defensive line versus our whole defensive line, or lack thereof. Um, so the idea that Liverpool might be, oh, I don't know, having to rely on an attack to cover their defensive frailties due to a lack of elite defensive personnel and having to run the score up potentially on teams, like, is one, exciting as a neutral, and two, potentially, ooh, nom, 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 <laughs> so fucking delicious if they just become Chelsea, like... Yeah, I think so, but I, I just think they need to. I don't know. They seemed very relaxed a lot of the time, and and like it was quite exhausting. But well, the league campaigns anyway, and what they've gone through with, you know, getting to a Champions League final and coming very close to the league, like losing by one point, that's quite exhausting and a bit deflating. They came back and then you know won the league last year, and it's fantastic. So, but it's got to be a little bit of kind of after the Lord Mayor's show a touch, like we saw it in Project Restart. Um, and then we're kind of seeing it this year that they're just not. I don't. It doesn't really look like they have that hunger, that energy, that fuck you kind of vibe, that rock and roll football, as they said, like clock plays, <laughs> and it's mm, it's all a bit bitty and a bit all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because there's no. Like right now, there's no team where you can say like they're definitely winning the league. And I said, I said. Before, I know it's still super early doors, but there is a situation here where where someone could come in and there's never won it before, right? And it's it, there's there's just so many teams again that it seems like they're getting close and then they stumble. 
Like Tottenham. So had... you're saying this is Everton's year? Is that where you're at right no, now? No, but I mean, <laughs> well, no, not after you know. Then they just go and lose to uh, Southampton this week, who have been good, um, but not as good as Everton have been. But it's yeah. Let yeah. me uh, let me throw this scoreline out so we can transition then to Everton, and you can. Drop your excellent takes. Uh, Southampton 2, Everton 0. Southampton with 0.7 to Everton's 0.3. 0.3 from Everton is very bad. Swapping Richarlison for Iwobi is not many goods. Um, nope. Dina getting sent off is not many goods for Everton or for my Fantrax team. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank <laughs> well, you very the, much. That's the real point. Is it a red card? Yes? Are we all yes. agreement red card? Yeah, red card. Not... Fa- uh, not- um, violent conduct, serious foul play is the, is the one that they're saying, but definitely a red card. I think he would probably have got a yellow were it not for the fact he already took a couple of nibbles. Like, I think he had two what looked like swipes and then kind mm. of crossed over and at that point was just fishing with dynamite and just thought, fuck you. Like, it was kind of an accident. And I, so I think the ref kind of saw him swipe twice and that was kind of... It like didn't consult far, didn't check. Was just like, nope, that's it, job done. See you later, bye. Popped out. But to come back to the title winning question, do you like? Are you genuinely looking at Everton and being like, oh, someone's gonna make a title run? They're already up way ahead of point on points. Like, look at they are four points clear of Chelsea, five points clear of City. They're tied with Liverpool, obviously, um, and they are. Six points clear of Manchester United. So those are the other like contenders, quote unquote. At the minute, it reminds me a bit of how we said the that there was the stumble for fourth place in the league last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except this year, it's the stumble for first place. They're like, <laughs> oh, God. there's so many, so many teams that are doing it that like the you're getting close, and it's like, oh God, no, you go, no, please, you go, and for I don't know, maybe Leeds win it or something fucking stupid. They won't. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, but there, there is just a, an amount of what the fuck about about anything, and there is there is no dominant team right now. There is no team that you can say that's the one that is so close to switching it on. Based on what we've seen this year, I think, or what I've seen at least this year, that it's just like there is such a small margin for them to absolutely shine past everyone. And so I, I just think it comes down to consistency and I think it comes down to managing players with injuries and how you keep that consistent play in your squad. Because if that's what's going to happen to Everton with just uh, Richarlison going for a Wobi um, to start the game anyway, because I think Dinia's red card, I don't think any goals came after that. I think it was fairly no, later it was on. Late. It was late. It was fairly later on. And if that's what's going to happen if you just lose that one guy who can run in behind and playing those balls across like mm. yeah it does feel like there's a lot of teams that are one or two injuries away from like being real fucking bad and losing like their ability to do everything do you know what i'm trying to say like there's a lot of squads built around like just two key pieces and mm. if that falls off like now you're a much much worse team i mean look at look at city you, you take out a striker done yeah, yeah. like yeah like an absolute shadow of their former selves. Yeah, with a manager like Pep as well. Mm. It's just, so it's yeah. it's the uh, the darker side of chaos, guys. It's the uh, it's Embrace the uh, it. behind the music. The VH1. <laughs> this the- is the middle segment of behind the music where it's like <laughs> he was injecting heroin straight into his penis before the concerts. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 
Well, not nice, but... All right, well, let's move on then to Wolverhampton Wanderers 1 to Newcastle United 1. Oh, no, come on. We like this one for fantasy football. Go ahead and take it. There was 0.8 to 0.3 on XG, so it was a boring match. We're Saisoners, Ian. Oh, yeah, of course we are. Yeah, yeah. bank that clean sheet. Down it. Bank that fucking clean sheet. What's that? (laughs) Saiso's gone off. Is he injured? Oh, no. Okay, well, got the clean sheet. Boom. Shame. No chance of bonus points. What? (laughs) Late free kick for Newcastle. I have not been that engaged in the football because I've been moving house this weekend, but um, I, I was... Saw the Newcastle goal um, pop up on like me app, and I was like, "Oh fucking hell, that saves his clean sheet gone." And then I go on about fifteen minutes later, I go on live FPL and check my rank, and it's like, "Oh, that that clean sheet hasn't disappeared. What's going on there? It must be having trouble." Blah blah. And then I saw it got gone off, and usually when a player goes off at sixty-seven minutes or whatever it was, you're fuming. Mm. And I was like, "Fucking get in!" <laughs> I had the same. Celebrated that like a goal. It was beautiful. I had the same side. I, I had Alanson Maximan as well on the other side, who also <laughs> got subbed off after 60 minutes, but before the Wolves goal. So I was like, woohoo! Back that point. And then the Newcastle goal. Sace went straight up to a boner point. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love it. Love you it. can keep your Semedos. You can keep your Kilmans. Semedo? Wasn't he a character in Goldeneye? Semedo. Goldeneye? Yeah, N64 Goldeneye. Um, Bond. I could have sworn there was a character that sounded like that. Anyway, Trevelyan. Xenia's our game not on a top. Um, Anyway, sorry. So we had the next, and well, I guess, are we going to talk about the Monday matches? I guess we could mention the Monday matches. I don't know what the scores are, but the last match on Sunday, Arsenal 0, Leicester 1, both of them on exactly 0.74 XG. Jamie Vardy. Uh, Vardy's back. Having a party, beating Thomas Party and scoring goals. 24% 24% of Jamie Vardy's goals have come against Arsenal, Liverpool, and Manchester City. Ayo, I heard, yeah. Fair enough. That's... Chat shit, get banged, bruv. Um, <laughs> he's back. I transferred him out this week. Yeah. Uh, transferred out Jimenez this week. Uh, yep. Transferred out the one goal hero. Sounds... Mm. Mm. I got Aguero. That's good. And. <laughs> Uh, Kane still hasn't done anything as it stands. So we're on 50 minutes, still hasn't done yeah. anything. Yeah, Mark Daffin has placed bets on fucking every permutation of Kane getting any sort of anything. <laughs> it's a curse! It's a curse! He's jinxed it. And you can get those betting tips at patreon.com slash miles <laughs> Jesus. How not to bet with Mark Daffin. <laughs> I like it. Mm. He's deliberately doing these things to make make sure fantasy <laughs> fantasy things go his way. Yeah, Spite's a great motivator sometimes. It, it um, really is, yeah. Shall we talk about... You've done it before, Chuck. You've bet against Palace, so as you're happy with whatever outcome. Many times. I usually put about... Uh, I have done in the past, when Palace have been at about 11th, 12th in uh, February time, put £100 on Palace to go down. You get I was quite... literally, in my head, I was imagining you saying, I've literally put about a ton on it. <laughs> then you said that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have done. I told my dad once, and uh, <laughs> I think it was when we then stayed up against Hull on like the second to last day of the season about yeah. three years ago. And uh, I told him when we were about 4 0 up, and a little piece of him died inside. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> like, you know, when you just see the glint go out of someone's eye, and you go, oh. <laughs> I'm not your child anymore, am I? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, never dear. were. <laughs> anyway. uh, 
Monday, October 26th, which is today, the day we are recording. We had Brickton 1, West Bromwich Albion 1. Bunch of shit bricks. Oh my god, another game where neither team was over 1xG. 0.6 to 0.3. Oh How many this. fucking boring matches were there I told there this you, week? Chelsea, Chelsea and Man United broke the league. They broke it. You fucked it. We had too <laughs> much of a nice thing. Everyone started complaining. Frank Lampard came along and fucked it. <laughs> All right, well, any takes on Brighton versus West Brom that just happened? I didn't watch it because I was prepping for this podcast. Brighton as shit. Brighton as shit. All right. I've been saying and, uh, this years, guys. Brighton as shit. We, can we get a live update on Burnley Tottenham? Because I have no idea what the score is. We can do well, it. At the minute, it's still nil-nil. 50, 50 minutes gone, 51 minutes gone, nil-nil. Let me uh, let me get the X, live XG for you. Bear with me. You can have the live XG. Uh, Tottenham, Tottenham have 64% possession. They have had three shots off target. Burnley have had six shots... Two of them on target, four off target. Yeah, it, oh my God. InfoGoal has got this at uh, Burnley 0.18 XG and Tottenham 0.15. <laughs> we are not missing oh, much by recording. Jesus goodness. Christ, that is anti-football. <laughs> oh my God. That is so bad. That <laughs> genuinely... There has been one shot inside the box <laughs> in For 52 minutes of football. Game's oh. gone. Game's gone. Well... I'm glad we're recording this instead of watching that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good choice. Big good time. lord, no, uh, no good, no good. All right, well, that's that's all the fixtures, which means that it is my time to hand off hosting duties to someone else, and I'm gonna kick back and just troll the shit out of you guys and make your jobs hard. So let's go. Um, on. Uh, well, I mentioned it a few times. Should we do FPL? Let's do FPL. How was it going this week, Ian Stimson? How's your team? I don't know. I've not really looked. That's. I mean. Oh, funny. Oh, he's not really. Oh. How convenient. How convenient. No, no. no. Let me tell you. I checked. I checked Saturday. My team's in binary. Oh. My team. Yeah, I bet it is. I checked Saturday. uh, Saturday scores on Sunday morning, and I was like, "Oh Jesus!" It was nothing but blanks. It was really awful, and it's not much better now. Yeah, Uh, I captain Salah for a blank. Uh, yeah, basically Wolves are my only returners with Sice and uh, Jimenez. So at the minute, yeah. it's very, very poor. I've got Sun still playing, but not captained. So yeah. Yeah, I've got Sun and Kane still playing. Sace, I got a return. I had Zaha, which is good. Um, I've got Martinez, Click and James on the bench, which is a 16 points right there. Oh That's yeah, good. I've got a I've got a high scoring bench because I put my Southampton defenders there. I've got McCarthy in goal and uh, oh. Walker Peters. I mean, to be fair though, awful. That that's not a bad play. That's just bad luck. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't beat myself up about stuff like that because it's. But just, uh, yeah. how many points are you on? Um, well, the the official site says thirty three at the minute. Thirty three. Yeah. What are you on? I'm on. I'm on thirty one. 31. Oh, hey, Stats Robot's in the lead so far. Hey. <laughs> oh, so it's your team. It's your team again. It's your team again. No, is it? I specifically said Stats Robot, <laughs> not my team. It is mm. not my team, but I'm still proud of them for doing well. You can support things that aren't your own. Um, huh? To uh, double uh, Burnley defense looking like it might pay out too. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Mars Offside <laughs> Patreon League now, and there is. So little variation in scores, it's ridiculous. It goes from 40 to 28, and that's with like 14 teams in there. It's Last week too, last week everybody was in like the 80s. It was crazy. Yeah, 
It, they, they, everyone's just done appallingly this week. So, uh, but regarding the stats robots team that you're uh, sort of taking control of, Oscar, with your stats and so forth, um, you've had a bit of an uptick recently. You obviously uh, captain Werner last week, having held on to him when no one else did. Madness. Um, Fucking madness. <laughs> the models loved the fixture and loved well, his numbers. You know, and you're getting, lo and behold. Yeah. You're getting more games now, more sam- you know, more sample size for this season. It seems to be seems to be. Yeah, we did have a now. huge rework of the fixture rater and the underlying FPL PQI player quality index numbers to weight more significantly on this season's data. It was mostly running off of last season's data because sample size. Yeah. Um so there are some pretty radical changes in the list, including much to my chagrin, one Harold Kane moving very quickly up the rankings. <laughs> So we'll see if we can find funds for him. But yeah, good couple of weeks. 86 last week. Wow. Uh, Captain Werner really did pay out. You're on and 37 this week, at the minute, which is a good week this week. So 37. And if that double Burnley clean sheet comes in, because we have Pope and we have Taylor. Oh, God, you do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's that's that so fly you up, almost might overtake Finley. Hey, let's go, robots. Who won last week, by the way? We didn't, obviously, we didn't record. So, what about the, the head to head Chuck versus Ian last week? Uh, I didn't mention it, so I think we know who won. <laughs> Is that right? I thought you won last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. No, you won by a point 28 to 29 in the end. Oh, that's, that's painful. That was shit. That was shit. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Shit. Yeah. 28 to 29. So, but yeah, so many, like, all of our <laughs> shit weeks, we've done it together. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have been quite tied together. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm three points ahead in the in the head-to-head at the minute. Yeah. So, and this week, well, unless tap. something happens, it might be another three points to me. But if, if basically, if Kane goes, I'm done. Um, so, Ooh. yeah, he's got half an hour. He's got half an hour. Um, so, Oscar, what's the what's the plan for uh, this week with the stats robots? Uh, just a standard transfer. I haven't run the numbers yet or updated them because I'm waiting oh, okay. for the Tottenham result to come in. Um, last week, I did. I apologize to the five people who care about this team or whoever. <laughs> I forgot that there was a Friday kickoff, so I put a poll out <laughs> Friday morning about who should we captain. Yeah. And it was irrelevant about three hours later. (laughs) (laughs) And we accidentally left the armband on one Jack Grealish. So, Uh, not great. That could have been. Could have been. Never mind. Could have, should have, would have. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I got to look at the numbers. We'll probably be moving on uh, Lundstrom if he's still in there. Is he still in there? If Lundstrom's still in there, he's probably going to be the thing that the model yells at me to move. Because he's just not doing shit anymore. Yeah, he's still in there, so that's that's got to be it. Rian Brewster, get rid. All that stuff. Garbage. Clean out your teams. Chuck, transfer plans? I should probably get rid of Aguero, shouldn't I? Probably. Yeah. Unless he's not actually hurt. Who fucking knows with Pep? Yeah, he said KDB was out for a few games and then, well... He, did he say that? He said he just said games plural and everyone the shit themselves. He just said weeks. He said weeks. Yeah, oh, did but he? that could no, just okay. be an accidental pluralization. You know what I yeah. mean? Don't read too much into it, guys. Live your life. See what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll probably wait until after Champions League and then um, swallow my pride and get Patrick Bamford in. <laughs> oh, well, that's don't so, do it! Don't oh, do it to yourself. That's so funny you say that because I I've already I've got two two free transfers this week. I've already oh, moved one. The Stimson double play. Yeah, so I couldn't bear to lose any more value on fucking Mitrovic. And Fair. on Friday, I wanted to do it on Friday night before he dropped again. And after that hat trick, 
my finger nearly, nearly went to Bamford and he would have loved it. But look, the numbers and all of stats could be wrong, right? Like the history of all statistical analytical work could be completely wrong and he's a great pick. I don't know. Who knows? Or like actually jokes aside, like something changed about him this year. Who fucking knows? Like that does happen sometimes, but be careful. Well, for the record, I didn't transfer Bamford in. It went Mitrovic to Watkins, but then exactly what you were saying earlier of just Grealish seems to have got, which for a fantasy player and blah, 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 is really good, like the selfish streak in him. But does it mean Watkins is ever going to get a fucking touch? And the the second I did it, I was like, oh, shit, should I have done it? But I just couldn't have Mitrovic stinking up my team anymore. And now I'm left with, do I get rid of Alexander-Arnold? Because, no, no, no. Yes. I'll leave yes. Watkins for a little while now. You, yes. Yes. I, I'm so, yes. I, I feel like yes. I should. But then yes. what do I do? Sideways move for Robertson? Go down nah, redirect like- those funds to up front or midfield. There's so many good attacking mids and forwards. What you should year. have done is just made, just saved it and made the double move and upgraded Mitrovic to someone yeah. who isn't Mitrovic. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, gone up, a, gone up. Yeah, a just get your money out of defense. There's no reliability in defense this year. There's no consistent like Mm-mm. clean sheets coming Robert's, out of anywhere. Robertson's attacking returns are still making him viable, whereas. That's sure. dried up for Alexander Arnold. So I I am holding on Robertson, but I would shift Alexander Arnold. Yeah, I I might do. I might I do. Would. Or or I might go uh, Ferguson, who I've had for as my four point oh for ages. I might bump him up to Ailing and then start playing, start rotating my yeah. defenders. Get an Ailing or Dallas. Ailing or Dallas. Go for that. Yeah, yeah. Ailing's in my fan tracks, and he's been clutch. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, definitely okay. go for Ailing. Yeah, I mean, still, yeah, I do feel like he's a good player. So, yeah, I mean, it's all, I'm all over the place, really. I don't know what to do. But um, let's talk about something else. Let's, uh, the Predictor <coughs> League has been updated <coughs> and, has, uh, and has got a, a jingle or something. The Predictor League! We got predictions is back for another season of chaos! Um, everyone's really shit. <laughs> just, so just like the real league <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh, I'm going to run through it Predictor League for those that don't know start of the season bang predict where you think all 20 teams will finish in the league this year uh, none of you are right uh, have a serious word with yourselves you fucked it all um, why wouldn't you put Manchester City in 13 um, why wouldn't you <laughs> 30, 33 entrants and propping up the table on 120 points is the brother and sister pair of Safira and Matthew Gold. No, really? Um, yes, Fulham fans as well. So, you know, get used to being at the bottom. Um, above that is... Uh, Did they put lovely... Fulham top and have just got plus 20 points? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Fulham will no be going to Europe this year. <laughs> Brexit. Uh, above that is my lovely girlfriend, Gina, who is just happy to not be last. Uh, we then have Jordan Cohen, Bayern Brew, Dan Parkinson, Mark Daffin. Boo! Mark Daffin, the killer of fun, claimer of souls. Uh, that takes us up to 27th. Then we have Tom Townley, producer, girlfriend haver, all-round nice guy, Nate D-Dub Whittam. Um, and Oscar Puente hey! Hey! 112 points mate and 24th place <laughs> yay 
Oh, have... the standard is bad this year. Yeah, the standard is bad. Uh, <laughs> then we have Mark Howes, Lynn Haller, Rob Heppenstall, Oscar Dalton, Sam Danby, Van Dam Samby, and GP <laughs> Jeff Pedder all rocking 18th, 18th place, 110 points. Alex Sampson, we then have the average score from the three of us. Back in the middle of the league at 16. Oh, right, lovely. Uh, Pad Fall, Adam Punching Bag P, Johnny Worthington <laughs> and Ian Stimson. Okay. Uh, joint 12th. We then okay. have Chris Smith, Gabriel, 10th. John OG, 9th. Blair Williamson, 8th. James from Who Kicked the Corner Flag in 7th. Big Chucky, Chucky B, 6th yeah. place. Sixth place at even 100 points, baby. <laughs> Sixth place is oh 100 God. Sixth points. place is on 100 <laughs> points. Yeah. Wow. Above that is Dude. Oscar's massively better half, Dr. Emily Drennan, <laughs> on uh, 98. Where she feeds kids as well. So many kids. She's out there feeding all the kids. MBE. Give her a knighthood. Fuck In a way. Um, Dame Emily Drennan. Uh, James Doncaster and Oscar Dalton's father. Who I don't know if he, if he knows we entered him. Papa Dalton. Us, yeah, I've just got him as Papa Dalton. I don't know. I don't know what Oscar's dad's name is. Who knows? Um, in second place is the wonder from Down Under, Mr. Dave Mateo. Dave Mateo. But, who, by the way, we should say congratulations. He did an excellent job on his master's thesis presentation. He is putting the final touches on the actual paper, and he is going to be done with his graduate work in stats really fucking soon. I am so proud of him. We are so proud of him. He's a great fucking dude. So congrats, Dave. All the happiness in the world. Good uh, work, Dave. Yeah, but is, he, is he feeding millions of kids, Oscar? That's the question. Oh, he's on top of the predictor lead. He is second to, based on time of entry. Oh. <laughs> Which is the one they all want. The one they all want. It's the one. That's the way you want to win. Spawn, the seed of super producer uh, win win uh, Lee Stimson win Robin Levin's goal ski top of the predictor league uh, joint with Dave Matteo on 94 points for some context to newer listeners I spent most of the first season flirting with 100 but couldn't break the mark and I was very far into last place that season <laughs> Very, like, very uh, far into last place. Us out, I've never been prouder than my son to be topping the predictor league six game weeks in when Man City are thirteenth. Just such a proud moment. Just such a proud moment. Yeah, it's lovely. not going to end well for him, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> He will, he will love it that he's still top after because he was top a few weeks ago as well. Oh, yeah, stunning, that was when he started stunning. listening to the pod. Yeah. Um, Hi, Finley. Oh, oh, he doesn't. Oh, he has his own phone now. He's definitely listening to this podcast. I don't care that he's ten. Wouldn't you? That's the priority of a ten-year-old to listen to his father talk about football with us. When when fucking he gets hell. a fucking mention, because every pissing week because he's like top of the predictor league, he's definitely listening. Yeah, that's true. He's hungry <laughs> for it. Just don't let Kelly find out. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Otherwise, yeah. we're not allowed to do a podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have nice things to get taken away. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, well, Tottenham is still nil-nil. Jeff Petty, your team's a hunk of shit. I hate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be guesting on Jeff Petty's podcast. Jeff Petty's got a podcast now. Wait, he invited you? Why yeah. don't you invite me? We're like best friends. What? <laughs> what? Hang on. 
Yeah. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I like Jeff. For the record, I like Jeff very much. <laughs> it's just that he's a Spurs fan, and I have to talk shit about Spurs at every possible waking moment. So, But besides that, he's a great guy. Is, is there some sort of hint that I should take here that you two keep getting invited on podcasts and I'm... <laughs> I don't know, mate. Is there, <laughs> is, am, am I the baddie? Am I... <laughs> Uh, moving yeah. on to the next segment. What do we, uh, Ian? What's next? Let's transition away from this uh, conversation. I, uh, no, I'm just kidding, Chuck. You're a good guy. You're a good the, guy. Yeah. Am I the buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're fine, buddy. You're fine. Dad, daddy hurt you're, me. You're okay. Daddy, daddy, don't hurt mummy. You're fine. You're fine. Don't, yeah. Don't cry. Oh man. So you're going to be on Jeff's podcast, Ian. Yeah, so Jeff runs a website, uh, FAF, which where you can uh, predict the um, score lines of all the Premier League games. And out of everyone on the website last season, I came top. Don't like to talk about it, but did I did you? come top. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, out of everyone on the website. And then this season, I've fucking crashed and burned. It's been absolutely shocking, which I presume is why he wants to get me on. But Probably, uh, yeah. yeah, FAFcast is uh, Jeff's... Jeff's podcast, and uh, yeah, I'll be on that. But yeah, get on the website as well because it's uh, it's good fun. Predict uh, score lines every week, and then bet on them and lose money. That's good fun as well. Uh, but enough of that, um, Oscar. We're going to reintroduce a very popular segment that we did uh, while we were all under lockdown and there was no football. Uh, we're going to reintroduce the bluffer. We're going to rotate hosts, blah, 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 blah. and we're going to keep keep score. I think you're you've prepared a best of three for today. Yeah, so we briefly talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but we are going to take turns hosting. So every week there's going to be three possible categories, best of three, of lists of things that you have to try to guess how many of those you can list, and the other person will call you out on whether you are right or wrong, etc. We did not rip off Luke's game from the Football Ramble. No, we we were doing this ages ago. Yeah, I mean, probably around the same time he was. But yeah, probably just I'm just going for gold. (laughs) Can we do that? Sure, are we just gonna are we just gonna do a feature where we talk about old football ramble features? Well, if they've if they've like dropped the baton, can we just sort of like pick, pick it, it up, just wipe it a bit, and just yeah, jump off into the hedge and yeah, yeah, bring players into the Dean Windass Wall of Fame. Yeah, do all of yeah. that. Yeah, we could do go- no. I just want to do going for gold. I miss it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any footballers, so no, it'd be bad for us. I don't know what gold is. It sounds gross, like a disease you might get in uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> You know, when you're losing 13-0, but... Oh, no, oh they got no. proper gold. They <laughs> did, <laughs> <laughs> Funny gold. Ah, Funny gold. gold. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's, uh, also, let's get to the Also, just admin-wise, how is this working? So yeah. even though you're doing best of three today, so this is me versus Chuck today. We, obviously, we rotate hosts, but who wins today gets, what, one point? And then that's... Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. you get one point for the for the like towards the final tally of the season. Yeah, and you okay. Can, you can you can pop it on your executive whiteboard behind you, Stimson. <laughs> That's just a yes. off off white wall from moving into a new house. They're all just off white. If I take to this with a permanent marker, Kelly's going to really never let me record. I again. never said permanent. I never said permanent. <laughs> dry erase. Dry erase. So, of course. All right, so let's start things off then. Um, I'm going to say Ian goes first. Okay, just because. You got the first bid. Uh, you were sort of the winner over the summer. So uh, our first category today is... Sort of the winner over summer. That's the <laughs> Best I could hope for. Yeah. <laughs> that was a botched trophy situation. No, it was not. Uh, <laughs> literally, 
all parties involved were in agreement at the time. But okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm not having this re- reimagining of history. <laughs> He yeah. names 30 um, Beatles songs. He's old. Give him something. God's sake. He's already being usurped by his son. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it time. He'll be the super producer soon. There can only be one. Um, gentlemen, Ian specifically, there are 11 sovereign states or countries, if you will, that begin with the letter O or P. How many of those can you name? Countries beginning with the letter O or P. It's 11 to choose from. Yeah, I'm aware there's 11. I'm trying to think of one. Um, Okay. I will bid one. I will bid two. Ian, put the globe down. I I will (laughs) bid three. Three. Oof, low bids on this one. I don't think you guys... Can I I just slightly interject here, um, Oscar? Because I just want to make it clear to Ian that Peterborough doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> Can I reduce my bid of three? <laughs> uh, All right, I have three. Chuck, would you like to go higher than three? I will go. Yeah, I'll go. Th- I'll, um, oh fuck! I've just forgotten what I had in my head. <laughs> That's why you need a pad. But you cheating bastard! <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to write five. them down. I'll go five. 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 Ian, yeah, I'm going five. I'm six. jumping. I'm jumping one. Can you do six? I don't think you can do six. Six puts you over the 50% mark. No, I'm out. Go five. All right. Ian has called Chuck's bluff. So, Chuck, you have to give me five countries beginning with the letters O or P. Uh, Oman. One. Panama. Two. Nice. Peru. Uh, Three. Paddington. Paraguay. Four. Fuck. Oh, uh... T, do, does the count as the country beginning with T? No, it does not. Cool. Philippines. Yes, five. Very good. <laughs> very good. Very good, mate. There well you go. Do you have any more you want to finish out the list you can think of? Or, Ian, anything you want to throw in? Pakistan. Pakistan? Uh, well, I know it is a country. You don't it, need to it, check it. No, correct. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I couldn't see it on the list. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a country. Is it not officially recognized uh, by I the mean, UN? I mean, I know what? you don't really do geography and passports aren't like, come on, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway. Um, um, let me just check their UN status. Let me just see if he's just saying words now. <laughs> uh, so what that takes to six is five left. Um, right, it feels like there, there should be more beginning with O. Nope, it's just Oman. It's just the oh, one. Okay, it's O and Q. There's only one country. Pa- Papua New Guinea. Oh, very good. Yep. Very mm-hmm. good. I'll finish it out for you guys so we can move on. It's Portugal, Poland. Poland. Jesus Christ. And Palau, <laughs> which is not a com- country I've ever heard of. Brexit. But... Brexit, in it, mate. We're not. Yeah. No, they're not even. Yeah, Portugal, real. Poland. They're right. not even people. Moving Pacific on then Island. to. Chuck, would you like left or right? Uh, left Twix. Left Twix. Very good then, Chuck. There were, if you cast your mind all the way back Uh to earlier pod days, we made a Christmas playlist, A Very Mop Christmas. There are 25 songs on the A Very Mop Christmas playlist. Oh my god. How many of those 25 do you think you can name? Oh man. You've listened to that playlist quite a bit. Yeah, I know, but just (laughs) songs or just like, do I need title and artist or? I'll be generous here. Okay. Thank I'll you. use my discretion, but I'll be generous. I, I, um, three? I'll start on three. 
three. Ian, do you want to go more than three on songs on the very mop Christmas playlist? Uh, four. All right, we got four. Do five, I hear five? Five, five, five. I'll say five. I got five here. Do I hear six? Six. Do I hear six? Six. Six. You Ooh, say six. six. All right. Oh, I'm punting. I'll be punting. Punt in seven. Seven. One out of three ish. One out of four ish songs. One out of three point five. Let's do that, baby. Yeah. No, go on. Bastard. I'm out. Sorry. Wow, Ian is an absolute coward this week. Chuck, for the Playing win. Defensively. Um, yeah. Can you name seven? Was it seven? Is that the right number? Seven, seven yeah. yeah. Just, just yes. because Can I, you name I, seven songs? I can remember your great commentary on it and the fact that you were uh, worried about playing the music out loud on the thing. So it was just you going, oh, <laughs> this is nice. Oh, oh, it's quite a long intro. Blah, blah, blah. Step into Christmas, Elton John. <laughs> oh, Very yes, good. Of course, yeah. That's one. Patreons, you can listen to Oscar's... <laughs> commentary it's great it's on fantastic on playlists on yeah. patreon.com slash miles outside pod yeah I did drop a new one today as well for a quarantine part 2 playlist that I put together with my lovely wife Emily but shameless plug um shameless the plug. darkness the, the don't let the bells oh, end oh yeah yeah good that's two uh the Kelly Clarkson one underneath yes. the tree Three, yes, the greatest Christmas song of the mile, the official Christmas song, I should say, of the Miles Outside Podcast. Absolutely. Um, fuck beans. Uh, the that one, is not on there. The no. one by oh, what's her name? Is it no? The, uh, I'm out. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say Last Christmas by Waham. Uh, let me scroll down. I believe it is. Yes, four. Good. Right. Good. Um, was three more. Was that wasn't on there. I know. I'm trying to remember. Oh, um, it is from the Swinging Christmas, the Sleigh Ride. Sleigh Ride by uh, is from the album you really like. Wow, what a good pull! Absolutely, Sleigh Ride by Ella Fitzgerald from Ella wishes you a swinging Christmas. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Etta James. I was glad I didn't go for the artist. Um, yeah, very good. Two more. Two more. That's become a Christmas staple album now through Oscar's influence. Uh, I feel like there's a Katy Perry one in there, but I can't remember the name of the song. And I feel there was there was one Michael Bublé. So I'm gonna say. Because you're a bit weird with picks sometimes. I'm going to say Michael Bublé's version of All I Want for Christmas is You. No, sorry. Ah. That's a negatory. I almost did, but I didn't want to be too hipster with the holiday playlists specifically as opposed to the quarantine ones. So Bublé got its beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And All I Want for Christmas went with Mariah there is Carey. A, there was definitely that. a Mickey Bubble song in there, definitely. There was, I yeah, there absolutely. Was, was there the Katy Perry one? What's the Katy Perry Christmas no, song? No, there's no Katy I don't even know if Katy Perry has a Christmas album, to be honest with you. Uh, what else was on there? Uh, well, let's run through them quickly. <laughs> Beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Michael Bublé, Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree, Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End, The Darkness, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow by Dean Martin, Fairy Tale of New York by The oh, Pope. I didn't think that was on there. No, and I don't, I don't like particularly like it, but anyway, <laughs> that was, yeah, Ian requested that one, I think, right? <laughs> that was for me. Yeah. Uh, Leona Lewis, One More Sleep, Where I Carry All I Want for Christmas of, is I You. Like uh, this one is a favorite of mine that I think isn't popular enough and that's the Eagles Please Come Home for Christmas yeah, really good song um, there are 15 more this is taking too long so I'm not going to stick on it but A Marshmallow World by Seth MacFarlane the, the Family Guy yeah so, 
Point to Ian, which means that it comes down to the tiebreaker category. Kane got an assist for the sun <laughs> Fuck goal. Off. Fuck off. Fuck off. I can figure it out. <laughs> Chuck is the winner. Pow. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark Daffin. <laughs> if that is your real name. Uh. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, top oh of the world. Uh, right, well, the tiebreaker category, Mr. Stimson, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Days of Christmas. Play- original <laughs> playable characters in GoldenEye N64. Yes, that's right. That's oh, why I threw what? a little weird reference into it earlier. Uh, original oh. characters. 12 playable multiplayer characters. Oh, boy. So, like, oh, God. But there were so many unlockable ones. I know, sorry. Actually, I guess I should say, I don't know if these are the original ones. On the jamesbond.fandom.com website, this is the list of multiplayer characters for GoldenEye. Do you have to get surnames as well? Nah, I'll be generous here as well. Good. (laughs) Okay, uh, three. Four. Chuckles four. I mean, I named named three in the fucking episode. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, but I've forgotten that. Fucking hell. Uh, five. Yeah? Five out of 12 multiplayer characters in GoldenEye 007 for N64 1997 game. Six. 50% halfway mark. Ian, can you go more than half of the playable characters in multiplayer mode of GoldenEye? I was pushing at five. Yeah, no. I knew you fucking were. Well, call me then. It's not my fault. I'm playing the game. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Chuck, you got to give me you, six So here. you're just chicken out of all of them. Chicken yeah, out this is how he how beat us in the summer. He won the fucking thing by never taking categories except for the random Beatles category. <laughs> yeah, where I just went a million. <laughs> yeah. Thirty six is the opening day. Thirty. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> right, game face. Worked, didn't it? Yeah. All right, six GoldenEye characters. Let's have it, Chuck. James Bond. One. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Alec Trevelyan. Sean B. Two. Famke Janssen. Uh, Three. What? Uh, Natalia Simeonova Simonova, something like that. Sure, four. I mean, he deserves it for no General Arkady Urumov. General what? Yeah, Urumov. Okay, yeah, five. That's not even his name on the web, it's just General. I mean, just give him the point. Yeah, sorry, Ian. This was so favoured in his, his <laughs> no, outside, no. I didn't even realise. It's alright, yeah. And then, what was fucking Alec C- Alan Cummings' name in the oh, film? So funny in the film. <laughs> So good. I love Alan Cummings. I am invincible. Yeah, so good. Oh, fuck. Dimitri? Yes, Dimitri. That's right. Ah, I just went down the middle. Now, now Very where good. Some classic, that is Because I had... Well, odd job. Jaws and odd job. Jaws. Jaws and odd job, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, right, fine. Okay. I just wasn't sure if they... Because there were loads of characters you could get more. Yeah, yeah. like, odd job was in it, which no one was allowed to be odd job because you couldn't aim in GoldenEye and it wasn't fair. Yeah, 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 too short. <laughs> Whenever I played anyone as odd job, I would just you could lock into the kneeling position and then just like yeah, float yeah, yeah. across the ground kneeling. <laughs> so when I was playing odd job, I would just like kneel and like glide. And that's it. Pretty You're good. done. You couldn't beat anyone. And then Scaraman- Scaramanga was in it. Mayday. Scaramanga? I don't even see that. He was the man with the golden gun. I don't have that on this list. Oh, okay. I thought, oh no, maybe I'm just getting confused with all. Mayday was definitely there, I'm sure. Yep, Mayday is there. The one that I was vaguely referencing before was Baron Samady. Yeah, from Live and Let Die. Yep. Right. And Boris. Boris, who went on to play Hagrid, I believe, right? Same 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 actor. Robbie Coltrane. Not to be confused with the singer. 
John Coltrane? <laughs> no, isn't someone... Robbie Savage? No, I don't know. Ignore that's, what I said. Ignore all the words. No, 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 no. no, no, no it's no, a soccer player. No, I really Who can't. am I thinking of? Not to be confused by the singer, John Coltrane. Okay. No, okay. Robbie Savage. No. What? The footballer? <laughs> no, Lily Savage. What? The crossdresser? <laughs> Lily Cole. <laughs> Colton Cole. No. <laughs> Colton Palmer. Colton Palmer? Robert Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> You're thinking of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm genuinely trying to Google who I'm thinking of. Is it Robbie? Is Robbie Williams a person? It's Robbie Williams. That's who I was thinking of. Robbie Williams. <laughs> the one and only Robbie Williams. I don't know why I thought his name was Coltrane. That's who you're thinking of. Uh, that is who I was thinking of, yeah. And that's why people wanted the bluffer back. I'm taking the point and running with it. John Coltrane, the fucking... This is at least the musician. All right. <laughs> Oh, dear. I love John Coltrane Lovely. second favourite sax player anyway point to Chuck point to Chuck yeah that's the important bit point Ooh. to Chuck he's better than he ought to be we didn't do a Burnley of the Week this week I'm the Burnley there of the Week there was no Burnley of the Week all of the scores lined up with XG they were all 0-0 zero, zero fucking scores to 0-0 zero, zero XG games it was so fucking boring yeah, you all need to I was really that. annoyed I, I love giving out Burnley of the Week and I fucking couldn't this week Yeah. stupid stupid game soccer sucks Tottenham might be the Burnley because Burnley have got one XG and Tottenham have got 0.8 and they're winning 1-0. There's still a few uh, minutes left. but yeah, yeah, that's within the range. It's not yeah, much, would, is it? I wouldn't no. give that out. And no, Tottenham don't concede late in games anyway, so that game is dead and done. <laughs> so, fixture next week. <laughs> Friday, 30th of October, 2020 at 20 hours. Um, Wolves host Crystal Palace. Uh, yeah, that will be interesting, oh, I think. God. But won't be able to watch it. 14.95. Fuck you. Um, give the money to the food bank instead. Why not? Can we donate some money? Can we donate some Patreon money to a food bank? Can we do that? We can certainly do sure. that. Yeah. Whatever uh, Marcus Rashford's organization. Let's absolutely do that. I'm down. Okay. So yeah. we'll do uh, what? So we've got a box office game, a couple of box office games. Yeah. We'll do. Uh, we'll see if there's one in Wolverhampton. There we go. I know there's definitely one in Palace, but you know, let's go. Let's go away. Sheffield United, Man City as the early kickoff on uh, Halloween, uh, which could be interesting. Could it be a scare for Pep? Oh, <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, no, no, I got it, yeah. Halloween. Um, Burnley Chelsea, fuck that. Uh that's behind a <laughs> that's behind a paywall. Fourteen fucking ninety-five. Uh Liverpool West Ham. West Ham win. Done. Um Aston Villa. I hope so. Hmm? I hope so. Oh, you hope so? That'd be great. I thought you were telling City me and Liverpool dropping points is great for Chelsea's title race that I'm the only person on board with. You know all three are gonna lose now this week. <laughs> Maybe. Like, whatever result, because <laughs> Man City, Chelsea, and Liverpool all play consecutively, you're getting mm-hmm. you're getting the same result. That's what happened. Yeah. Oh, we should say for the American listeners that England went to daylight savings. We have not yet, so these kickoffs are not at the usual time. They've got the internet. Well, <laughs> still, early Saturday is eight thirty, not seven thirty. Eleven, not ten, and thirteen thirty or one thirty p.m. instead of twelve thirty yeah. for the Saturday games. And then when you're checking the time of the games, register to vote and then go vote. Um, yeah, do that. Aston Villa, Southampton is the early fixture, Sunday the 1st of November. Then it's Newcastle versus Everton, Manchester United versus Arsenal, Spurs against Shit Town. Um, Monday, 2nd of November, <laughs> Fulham, West Brom, 1495. Oh, um, and then Leeds, Leicester. I think that Leeds, Leicester is the only match that I'm particularly interested in, other than like, let's see what's happening with City, let's see what's happening with West Ham. Overall, of the specific matches, none of these speak to me even a little bit. What a fucking boring set of fixtures. Mm. 
Yeah, I think there's, it's just that a lot can happen in terms of the table since it's it's getting more truncated and since no one is running away from it, you know, there's... Yeah, there's 11 teams within three points of each other from yeah, exactly. 10 points to 7 points, like... Mm, yeah, you can have a number, big swing, number. like, and at the bottom of that bracket are Manchester United in 15th. Oh, Alex Ferguson is just rolling in his chair... Non-existent grave. <laughs> His non-existent grave. And uh, we'll, we'll leave it there. Oh, morbid. Yeah. Um, ready for Halloween, I guess. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Good to be back. Congratulations, Ian, on your lovely new home. Congratulations, Oscar, on just your resplendent uh, being... Just being made. Hair. Hair, I think. We should congratulate Oscar on his hair. Oh, if we, I mean, if we're doing hair, it's fucking Beardy McBeardface over there, you. Uh. Yeah, Ian's looking very dapper with that Coming gentleman's in, beard. Swatted in here, mentioning nothing, rocking up with a tinge of the ginger on the face. <laughs> I know. I usually only masturbate like twice during the podcast while we're yeah, recording, but yeah. Ian's beard, man, it's, I'm like exhausted. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll leave you on that lovely thought, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Patreon.com forward slash Marcel Side Pod. Give us money for that. Take care. Uh, Bye-bye.